It's the final word, Pakistan Daily, with me, Adam Collins, and yes, him, Bharat Sundaraisen, co-hosting the show in Jeff Lemon's absence. Jeff's a bit poorly uh, after tea last night. He's rushed home. Fair enough, too. You're sharing a room with him. You know all about that. Uh, Bharat, as you know, the custom on this program is for uh, the person not hosting, so you, uh, to sum up the day in 30 helter-skelter seconds. Have a go at it. Well, Karachi is the Khawaja land. Uh, he was on top yet again. Couldn't get to the double hundred, but that's all right. Nathan Lyon still loves to play the hook shot and plays it better than most Australian tailenders I've seen. Alex Carey is here to stay. He was the Australian test cricket keeper that we all thought he would be. Beautiful knock, but in the end, falling to Barbara Azam as embarrassing as falling into the pool. <laughs> Very nice. That might have come under the 30-second the clock on YouTube as well. Beautifully bold. Right, so the day started with Nathan Lyon uh, and Usman Khawaja at 3 for 251. And it was Nathan Lyon who, who got the party started, making 38, striking five boundaries, attacking the new ball, the second new ball, in the same way that Khawaja and Warner did against the first new ball the previous day. It, it, it served as a pretty good strategy. Have a go while the ball's hard. Yeah, and I think it was a very important half an hour where Australia, you know, losing Steve Smith, they could have thought like maybe they like you know lost 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 that advantage, lost their momentum. But for Nathan Lyon to come out there and not, not just occupy the crease, but to score those quick 30 runs uh, off the new ball when it's easiest to score runs was crucial, and it really set the day up for them. Yeah, it did, and it meant that uh, subsequently they were able to just to control the tempo and absorb pressure the way they did the previous day. I suppose if you wanted to be hypercritical, Kawaja only adding 33 in 40 overs today meant that they didn't really have that liftoff after Lyon was dismissed for 38. Perilously close again to that test half century that we've been egging him onto for seemingly five years now. He's got close a few times, and this is his equal third highest test score. Then it was Travis Head who looked a million bucks for 23, uh, five boundaries, but he was out after lunch, as was Kawaja for 160. Both fell to Sajid Khan, bowled a marathon spell all the way through the middle session, deep into the final session as well. Uh, he got one to spin past the outside edge of Kawaja. No mean feat given uh, how well he was playing at the time. Nah, I mean, seriously, he redeemed himself. He's had a struggle so far in this series. The Australians have gone after him. Uh, you know, he came back today. Uh, again, he started a little gingerly, but changed his approach. Uh, his uh, strength is bowling slow through the air, trying to get some purchase of the pitch. Once he realized there wasn't much happening of the pitch, I think he started bowling a little flatter, like you should on these pitches. Yeah. And it was the one that turned past Kawaja that eventually got him out. The next delivery didn't turn as much, but Kawaja was playing for the turn. And even even a well-set batsman as Kowaja, uh, you know, fell for it and he got that wicket and he deserved it. Uh, Travis said, uh, uh, look, it's a big series for him, big sub year for him, yeah, man of the series in the, or player of the series in the Ashes, but this is his big test. I still think he has a long way to go to prove himself against spin, but we know he has the game. He did it in the UAE and he's looking good. I think he'll just take that one breakthrough innings and he'll be on his way as well. Yeah, it's just that away from home disparity in terms of his batting average, which isn't helped by being out for 23 today. Uh, just going back to Kawaja, the extraordinary response he received from the Karachi crowd here, Bharat, uh, you were on the balcony uh, at the time when that took place and uh, they are welcoming him like he's 
he's one of their own, which to an extent he is. Yeah, I mean, look, this is for me a throwback to my you know days in India covering cricket or just watching cricket, the crowd, the noise. Uh, and when Usman Khawaja walked off, of course, I mean, people in this part of the world are very appreciative of opposition players reaching milestones or getting to landmarks. But the fact that they roared in unison, it was a roar. Mm. They were just screaming Khawaja, Khawaja as he walked off. And for a few minutes after he walked off, as he raised his bat, uh, was one of the uh, like one of the great moments I've covered in cricket you know to come all this way he said Karachi the land of the Khawajas he's spoken about how his family uh, you know was brought up not too far from here yeah. and as we've learned today it's uh, it's the cricketing belt of Karachi and you know you that's the backstory and the after the innings he played 200 or not that reception would have actually made up for him maybe not getting his test best score but I, I think his most memorable test innings for sure yeah speaking of test best we, we touched on Alex Carey at the start falling for 93 to Barbara Azam very late in the day penultimate over of the day gave himself every opportunity to get to three figures because Cummins didn't declare. Now, we all thought uh, Cummins would go with the convention, which is a, a declaration late on evening two when you get into this situation, and two bites of the cherry with the new ball. Cummins has gone the other way, which gave Kerry that opportunity, but first and foremost, strategically, um, why do you think it is that first innings runs are being held in such high esteem here? Is the track going to break up to such an extent that uh, they couldn't have had a go this afternoon? Yeah, and I don't think it's just the runs in the first innings, caller. It's also about uh, how little you want the opposition to get the most of the batting condition. It's still a really good pitch to bat on. Just seeing how Stark has been able to just survive, hang in there without any trouble at all. The way Nathan Lyon batted earlier in the day and how easy it is to score off the new ball. So it's also about making the most of the batting condition and that's how you play test cricket in the subcontinent you have to be prepared to play the long game uh, the short term ideas of like you know maybe put them in for seven overs might work in australia and england and other places but on pitches like this you bat and bat and bat and then once you think that there are enough opportunities out there to create or you can create wicket taking opportunities like alex carey said then you put the opposition in uh, so Alex Carey uh, out for 93, uh, swept well from the off, uh, his lap sweep, his reverse sweep. He looked to take the initiative and move the game forward. It was obviously hard going against the softball as it was yesterday, but it's that intent that, that he showed. Stark found it a fraction trickier. I think his strike rate's about 25 or something like that. Very rare you'd see Mitchell Stark uh, find it so hard to find the rope. When they took the third new ball, he, he got a couple away, but for the most part, he was almost the sheet anchor when Carey was trying to get the, the, the board ticking over. But um, a significant moment in his fledgling career. It's his seventh test match. He's passed 50 only once before today, and that was in Adelaide Oval uh, back in December. So... Just when people were starting to ask the question, does this guy have the run scoring capacity at the top level to, to demand a spot in the Test 11, uh, he, he, albeit favourable conditions, but you've got to make the runs, and he did today. Yeah, and with seven tests in the subcontinent in the next, what, 12 months uh, to come for Australia, it's a very crucial knock. Uh, and you need someone like Alex Carey at six or seven who can sweep confidently against spin and take the attack to them. Not, uh, not play Rishabh Pant innings, he's just made the fastest 50 by an Indian, I just saw. But even the way he batted today, kept the scoreboard moving uh, and, like, you know, played to Australia's plan. He really enabled them to uh, bat deep into day two. Uh, 
uh, and get to 500. So I think uh, he has proven himself today. Uh, you know, the, there were question marks, a couple of uh, dismissals during the Ashes. Uh, you know, like we were just saying on a slightly unfair. Uh, you know, opening the batting at Brisbane when they needed a few handful of runs, and he put his hand up because David Warner couldn't walk out. And of course, that uh, farcical declaration at the SCG. Uh, you know, that might have affected his average, but uh, 100 or not, I think he proved today that uh, you know he belongs at this level. Uh, and even if he might struggle walking past swimming pools in Karachi, uh, the pitch gave him no issues. And I thought he, the pacing of his innings uh, was what was most impressive. Uh, you know, he couldn't get over the line in terms of getting 100. Uh, but no, I thought I thought it was a perfect test innings, uh, and should all go well for him also going forward in terms of confidence. So eight for five oh five at the close. There have been 22 wickets in 21 sessions so far in this series, which looks bad, but the overhead aerial shots from the drone camera that TV was showing us on our screen, there is that sort of uh, that cake-looking thing going on there with different bite-sized pieces of it. The cracks just haven't opened up yet, so they should in the fullness of time. Uh, before we wrap up the show, Borat, uh, the final word Hall of Fame, the most final word uh, moment of our day here at the National Stadium. Uh, I think Barbara's arm uh, was integral to a couple of them. First of all, getting that wicket against the flow of play completely. Uh, Kerry was gutted when he got out, uh, as it was to part-time off-spin, but, but something took your eye earlier, earlier as well. Very much so, uh, Carlo. You know, you hear the term oh, captain kicking the baller up his backside very often, but today I actually saw it happen. Hassan Ali, full of energy, appeal for a court behind. Rizwan played along behind the stumps and then gave him a mock hug as if he was celebrating a wicket. Uh, and Hassan Ali I, thought, uh, I think got encouraged and kept appealing. And then Babar Azam actually walked up to him and just gave him a little kick up the backside to say go back and bowl don't get in my head I'm not wasting another review because you are just getting excited and on the other side of that when Hassan Ali was appealing Mohammed Rizwan went up to him and gave him a big cuddle after getting the kick up the bum and I thought that was absolutely perfect all right Brat, uh, a short show is a good show today thank you for stepping in for Jeff we'll be back with the final word daily on day three let's hope that pitch breaks up if you like what we're doing final word uh, patron account so patron.com forward slash the final word and all our old episodes at finalwordcricket.com uh, good night from Karachi. See you tomorrow. So you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I